in every village, every town, and every city, big name entertainers come to perform their craft. What if I told you that Madonna, Garth Brooks, and LeBron James all played to a packed out stadium and arena in San Diego and Cali Comfort Barbecue was there able to capture the attention of those raving super fans. Did you know that 78% of millennials would rather spend their money on an event than to actually buy something? No matter what business or industry you're in, there is unique activation opportunities for you and your brand at live events. On this week's episode, I sat down with Chris Beal, the Director of Marketing and Digital for Pechanga Arena here in San Diego. Anschultz Entertainment Group is the largest live event company in the world, and chances are you've been to an AEG property. On this week's episode, learn how Chris Beal, his team, and Ernie Hahn create these unique opportunities for brands as small as Cali Comfort in order to create unique experiences for the guests that are attending these events. Can't wait to share this episode with you. Every week, we're going to be doing a social shout out for digital hospitality. The thesis that we're working on is where do you find digital hospitality in action? If you find a company, if you find a brand, tag them, tag us, and send us an email at podcast at calibbq.media. Let us know. This is your show just as much as it's ours. We want to continue to learn. Do that, and we're going to hook you up with a digital hospitality mug. And remember, if we can't tag you online, we can't pimp you online. Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I'm your host, Sean Walchuff, and this is a Cali BBQ Media production. And we are here today with a very special guest, uh, Chris Beal, who is the marketing manager for AEG Entertainment Group here at the Pachanga Arena in San Diego. Yes. Chris, what's up? How's it going? It's fantastic. Yes, I'm so stoked to be here. This is like next level stuff and you know you do such a fantastic job doing this and barbecue so so stoked to be a part of it well i mean for for me doing this podcast you know starting with behind the smoke doing 100 episodes with derek marceau um, who owns a butcher shop and i own a barbecue restaurant it's really allowed us to look at marketing in a different way Mm -hmm. than just focusing on marketing cali comfort barbecue or valley farm and it's allowed us to get into a position where we're always learning, mm-hmm. um, learning things um, that I never knew existed, trying to figure out new platforms, figure right. out um, podcast distribution. And for us, we are here to talk about AEG specifically, uh-huh. but also your background. Um, so for the listeners that don't know who Anschultz Entertainment Group is, give us a little bit of um the big behemoth yes. of sports entertainment. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a global entertainment company. I'm definitely not, you know, the official AEG spokesperson, yes. but just, you know, I mean, the, it is it is a company that has many tentacles, yes. you know. Um, they own 
various facilities, including uh, Pachanga Arena San Diego, um, put on different festivals, different tours. Um, so fantastic company to work for um, just because of all that reach. And um, they do everything from Coachella to own sports teams, including, um, you know, the the Kings up in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then various different buildings, um, you know, Staples Center is one of their signature properties. Yep. You know, everybody knows Staples Center. Um, and and allows us also to kind of get together too, um, different uh, different marketers from different properties, or um, you know, kind of coming together and, and collaborating. So it makes it definitely worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, I think for me personally, one of the coolest things that's happening with marketing and with business, small business, big business, medium sized yeah. business, is that everyone has to start understanding what is happening with marketing yes. what's happening with digital what is our how does our company present online how does our yes. company present in person totally. um and that's led us to this very interesting place yeah. um what I'd, I'd love to hear more about kind of your background because you're you definitely didn't go to school to get into sports entertainment properties right? no i didn't yeah my background i mean was tv news so i i set out uh, starting college wanting to be a TV reporter. Ended up being a TV reporter, which in was college. Cool. So w- was there a moment that you decided? You know, I think in high school is really where I went to high school here at uni. Okay. Um, you know, now it's cathedral uh, relocated. My high school is, uh, um, I think, a luxury apartment complex. Uh, yes, right it now. is. Acro- yeah, across from USD. <laughs> USD, my, yeah. my alma mater. Oh, you went there? I did, okay, I graduated cool. from yeah. USD, yeah. So uh, in high school, we had kind of a video production team. I I really liked um, that aspect of things. I you know wasn't actually fantastic academically, um, but really kind of gravitated towards all that creative stuff, and really saw TV news as um, kind of like accessible it wasn't like film which i felt was like steven spielberg and like how do you crack that like you need to be somebody's kid that that kind of thing tv was even you know even on that same realm for me like how do you get on a tv lot that kind of thing um tv news seemed like there was like a tv station like five or six of them in every town you know and seemed like a way to kind of get into into that realm liked telling stories obviously um and liked being on camera that worked out and were you ever awkward on camera because i think that's a big fear that a lot of business owners i mean a lot of people i mean even even the people that we had on behind the smoke you know tabitha lipkin heather myers jim trotter these people i mean jim trotter was a writer yeah you know for the union yeah He, he studied journalism yeah but now he's on TV for NFL Network. Yeah, you know, so he never saw himself doing that. But he talks about how when he was first on camera, it was—it's a weird experience. I think weird experience, yeah. and thankfully, I think I did it a lot younger. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Because I was kind of doing this, this at sort of an early age, and I think everybody goes through all the awkward stuff. Some people, I hate to tell you, probably never going to grow out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Some people probably, you know, uh, you know, maybe you know, maybe it's not their thing. You know sure. what I mean? Some people you see that they kind of, they work around it. You know, they, they find ways to, you know, to, to find a presence, you know, some people kind of have it a little bit more naturally, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I, I think it was thankfully something I was a muscle I was able to exercise early on. And then I'm thinking by the time I kind of graduated uh, college, you know, certainly had done a fair amount to where, you know, I felt comfortable. Now, still, you know, you're thinking about like your first TV job. My first TV reporter job was in Palm Springs. So fun. Really? Coolest, it was like the coolest thing in the world. Just, I mean, it was like my college, you know, really? I went to college here mm-hmm. really kind so of. So you went to college with journalism? I went to college for journalism here at UCSD. Okay. Yeah. Communication. And, um, you know, first time being live. I mean, this was, I think it was a plane crash. It was a plane crash uh, up in the hills of, you know, something 120 degrees up there. And um, I'm thinking I like, I need to have no notes is like, was what my brain is telling me. Like, <laughs> no like, teacher told you yeah, that. No, no mentor, like, nobody. Yeah, this was saying just... like, Chris, you need to have no notes. You know, you need to just do this flawlessly from day one, <laughs> you know. So I have my notes, I think, at the foot of my you know, at my feet, you know, and it's when you had a camera, man. Oh, yeah. So there's just, camera. Yeah. Self-producing. Yeah. So I wasn't self-producing. Yeah. Um, you know, there is like, you know, notes at my feet. They're flying everywhere. My brain is like everywhere, too. Like equal as the paper. Right. Is my brain. How many people know? are watching this? Oh, yeah. All this stuff. So you know what I mean? Up. It this was my like chance. It was horrendous. Dude. Yeah, it was. It was so bad. I remember calling my boss. You know, I'm like, dude, was it live? Yeah. And so I'm saying, okay, you know, I'm, I, you know, that this is not my best representation. You know, I, I will do better. This kind of thing. He knows, I mean, this, yeah. this guy was expecting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy knows you bring a guy the first time going live. He's not going to be incredible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I was putting more pressure. Did you have any, you have any self doubt like in the beginning that you probably, you could pick the wrong path? Um, thankfully I, I, I really, I try not to let that voice get too loud. Mm-hmm. You know, I really, you know, whatever it is, just outlook or whatever. I just, I try to not let that voice get too big, you know? And, um, and I think that I've, I, I knew that it was something that, that, you know, that I would pursue and, and probably be good at, you know, mm-hmm. and I think I was, you know, um, and then ended up going on to work in Sacramento and back down here in San Diego, moving here with my wife. And, um, it was, uh, it, it's a fun run TV. You, news where did you meet your wife? We met, um, in, in Sacramento, in Sacramento. Yeah, and she yeah, was did, working at the news. Yeah. As well? Yeah. Yeah. She was a producer. Okay. Um, and, um, uh, just hit it off immediately. Um, and Is she, uh, your producer. Yes, dude. She, she would be. Yeah, yeah. So I that's funny. My wife's my producer. Oh, really? Yeah. She's still my producer. She's been producing my yeah. life uh, yeah. since since yeah. we got married. Yeah. Probably before that. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. So you moved. Why did you move? Why did you guys move down to San Diego? I think you know my hometown. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we uh, we we're both looking for a city where we could. Um, you know, both be happy in and hang out together, you know, and, and be together. And, and um, she actually had the job. And I basically said to her, you know, you go, mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. And I ended up figuring it out. Fox 5, you know, brought me in and um, all the management there 
like cannot say enough good things about them. Yeah. And, um, you know, worked there, you know, they, they really set me up, you know, um, for success, you know, and, and, and so grateful that they, you know, gave me the job so I could feel comfortable, you know, moving to San Diego could have done it. Like would have been scary. We were, you know, you know, obviously not married at the time, didn't have kids at the time. So I could have moved down here with no job, just wouldn't have been comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's always, it's, it's always good to have cash. You know so what you I mean? Got, you both got hired at Fox five. Uh, she was working at another TV oh, station, station at the time. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, so how many different stations in San Diego did you work for? Just that one. Just, just Fox, Fox five. five. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in all, how many different stations? So Palm Springs, Sacramento, yeah, so it would have been the three. So yeah. it would have been Palm Springs, Sacramento, and Fox. Any Knife. differences in how those stations were run? Um, yes. I mean, you know, some want the, you know, kind of this, there's the mentality of like the kind of this do your own kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's um, like not a new phenomenon now. Now, I used, to, I used to call it like a new phenomenon. It's like, you know, since the beginning of as TV As far as news, do your own, what do you mean? You know, like shoot. Yep. Edit, uh, report, you know, all those types of things. I think blog, did, tweet, post, blog, on oh yes, blog, tweet. On, I forget. I know. It it's like, it's, yeah, the um, list is growing. And so, you know, cause reporters who were reporters in like the golden era will tell you now, like, I don't think I the can Anchorman do it. era. Yeah. The Anchorman. <laughs> yeah. Like that day is gone, you yeah. know, because you know, now it's, it's even if, even if you have a photographer, which is, which is, I, I feel is the way to go. Even mm-hmm. if you have a photographer, um, there is that aspect of the digital presence. Like, yeah. are you, you know, do you have 15,000 followers? You Correct. Know? Um, can you help us promote? Do you have an audience, you know, yes. um, on your own? So it's, um, it's, it's a different thing. I remember like first getting on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, what is this thing? Exactly. You know what I mean? Why do I need to be on Yeah. Why, why do I need to be care? on this thing? And then I start seeing like, okay, if I'm on a live scene yes, and there is a standoff happening in a neighborhood. I'm like, Oh my God, I just gained like a hundred followers like right now, you know? Um, and you find that other people with huge followings are retweeting you, you know, sharing all of your stuff. Okay. You know, we've, we found a guy, there's Mm -hmm. a guy there he's doing, you know, he's live tweeting what's happening, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's interesting discovering all that and being part of all, all that, because I started reporting in, in 2007. Yeah economy was like on a downward spiral. Yeah, that's when, quickly. I, that's when I opened up yeah, your business. In yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's when it was like, you know, and, and, you know, the social media thing, like there wasn't a social media person dedicated for TV stations sure. then. Um, and, and everybody was kind of like figuring it out. You know, well, I mean, that's, that's actually, it, it's crazy to think about because 2007 is when the first iPhone came out. And I remember I bought it. When, I remember when it came yeah. out, you know, it was yeah. uh, at the time we were friends with Lou Bush who used to play for the Chargers. He was opening yeah. up a barbecue restaurant at the same time we were opening up uh, Cali Comfort. Yeah. And he was all about the iPhone all, and I kept telling him who was this? Lou Bush. Lou so he was okay. he was a linebacker, he okay. was on yeah, radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but m- my brother and him went to culinary school together and then okay. we became friends because we were opening up businesses at the same time, but he was so excited about this iPhone. Yeah. 
And I'm like, Big deal. not going to do it, not going to do it. And, you know, fast forward four years after I got my iPhone, you know, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't looked back. Yeah. But what's happened from 2007 when that came out to where we are now in 2019, and you're talking about having a social presence at a news station, yes. you know, to a restaurant that now we have a video crew, Blue Entertainment, you know, Blue Vision Entertainment sure. that's here helping yeah. us produce this in, you know, San Diego Sports Arena, yeah. Pachanga Arena. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are changing at a so, rapid yeah, rate. Totally. And the people that are going to win are going to be the ones that are, they know that you don't have to be the expert, yeah. but you have to be willing to try different things. Sure. You know, and I think, um, you know, one of the things that's been great for us as a small business is, I mean, if it wasn't for the internet and if it wasn't for digital, and if it wasn't for our willingness to be on Facebook mm -hmm. and Twitter and Instagram mm -hmm. and do email marketing, we wouldn't be open. Like I'm, I'm definitely wow. confident in that. And I'm confident with this podcast that I want to keep having these conversations with people from all different backgrounds that are doing things that we admire. Yeah. Um, but that also have different perspective, depth of perspective. I mean, yeah. you went from the news media world yeah. to the sports entertainment world. Yeah. I see both of those together now. What do you, how do you feel? I agree. I think, you know, part of it is I brought the newsroom here, you yes. know, and, and that's what I talk with a lot of people about is like creating your own story and thinking about it a little bit, you know, as a news reporter, maybe would, you know, yeah. and how do, how do we tell our story? Thankfully, you know, this building has a tremendous rich history. It's, you know, more than 50 years old, you know, you've had some incredible artists and incredible, just, you know, sports happenings here. You know, I, I know. So I, I mean, that's, I mean, you know, you, this is the thing, you know what I mean? Unbelievable. So, so you have, you know, some of the biggest things in sports and entertainment, you know, that have ever happened. We have fantastic, you know, video um, and photo archive to kind of play off of. So these are the types of things like, okay, like how can we tell our story? Like, you know, beyond all the shows that we have coming up currently, mm -hmm. because we have plenty of content related to that and we push it out because we, we have tickets to sell. Um, but we also have this other side where we can also tell our story, you know? And so, you know, really trying to like hone in on like the content that really caters to that. So, you know, on our website, we have, um, you know, this day in history. So we have a lot. So your job is your technical job is marketing manager yes. for Pachanga Arena, sure. which means digital, which means everything. Which means everything. Correct. Yeah. But the more that you embrace that everything, yeah. the more that you find those opportunities. Right? Oh, totally. Yeah. So the yeah. website is, you know, a, a keen example yeah. because you have to drive ticket sales through the website, but you also have to educate people that are coming in like totally. us as a family yeah. coming to a goals hockey yeah. game. I need to know can my stroller fit? Yes. Does it clear security or Absolutely. not? Absolutely. Yeah. Or does it have to stay in the car? Because those are things that yeah. I didn't know I had to deal yes. with until I had a family. Yes. And yeah. became a t season ticket holder. Yeah. You know, but those are all important things that are not technically part of marketing. Yeah. But it needs to be on the yeah. marketing website, correct? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, part of that, too, is sometimes you're not on the website, yeah. you know? So, like, with the This Day in History and, you know, some of those other details, sometimes we can do that on social because yes. I know that 
much more than, you know, going to our website, you know, people are reaching out to us on our social channels. So, you know, we, we do things, you know, on our social talking about like, Hey, you know, I know we have this thing on our website this day in history, but it kind of comes alive on our yes. social channels where I'm able to show, Hey, you know, here's a photo of Aerosmith from, mm -hmm. you know, uh, their date here in the seventies. And you like, know, they I remember performed my here. parents totally. telling me about that show. Yeah. And more so than that, I get a lot more people who comment, you know, I was there, yeah. you know, that's the funnest thing. That's the best. Yeah, it's sure. like I was there. Correct. You know? yeah. Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's the essence of what entertainment is and what, yeah. you know, for us, hospitality is. Mm -hmm. You want to create a memorable moment. Totally. You know, and especially when you're doing something at this scale, mm -hmm. because we try to, I mean, we. it's funny because now that I think about it, we, we run, we've always run our restaurant as, as a mini arena. Oh. As, as much as much as we're yeah. you know a barbecue restaurant yeah. and you know we do breakfast and you know we do all these incredible things but we're always trying to figure out how do we get how do we host something exciting that people that we can promote and that people would want to come in for yeah so whether it's fight night whether mm -hmm. it's wwe whether it's esports whether it's nfl sunday we're going to figure out a way to make something exciting for people to come yeah. in and that's what you guys do you yeah. book shows right mm -hmm. you guys yeah. have to book shows if there's no one in here in this arena if no yeah, one's playing nobody's here no there, there's no business yeah, right yeah um why when did when did you decide you wanted to get involved here uh i really gra started gravitating towards live entertainment i i a after kind of leaving tv you left tv before yes so yeah what why would you leave tv uh, I still can't pinpoint an answer. Mm -hmm. um, I I enjoy television. I love the the producing of it. Um, now that I'm on the outside, kind of like prison talk. <laughs> <laughs> now that now that I'm on the outside, yeah. you know, um, I I really enjoy uh, sort of the the flexibility. You know, I really enjoy that. Um, you know, we can. Um, you know, just, I don't know, corporate life, dude. It's mm -hmm. like, it's, it's a little bit, it's different than reporting. Um, you know, I have the flexibility, um, you know, to reporting, were you on call or did you have a schedule? Well, it's a little bit like, are you an independent contractor or are you an employee? No, I mean, you're an employee you're an employee. and like when you're there, you're working, you but know, you're scheduled to work. Like, yes. So but you're not on call. You're no, you I was never on call. Yeah. I definitely had like my schedule, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you, you it, it was, it was, it was either weekdays or weekends. Yes. Right? A lot of yeah. that, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so those are some of the things that you can, you kind of like, I work weekends here, mm -hmm. but you know, if I work a Saturday, I probably don't come in on Monday, yeah. you know? Um, those are the types of flexibilities you don't have in reporting. Mm -hmm. I can work from my phone. Yeah. You know, <laughs> most uh, of your work is from your phone. Yeah. Most of yeah, is replying. This is digital. Let's yeah, yeah. Most most of everything you do yeah. happens on your phone. Exactly. Less and, on your desktop. And then these are things where reporting. It really was like it, it's like this thing. Like you really need to be there. You, you had know? to be at the station. You had to be at the station on the scene. These types of things. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, it's just when you get out of it, it's just like things open up. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you just, you, your life becomes so much more open, mm -hmm. you know? And, and I'm here plenty. Please, you know, yeah. don't like 
oh, no, kid you yourself that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but a you lot want to of, be in this business. Yeah, you yeah, want to still be I, here. Yeah, yeah you you're working. Work your yeah. But still, though, I mean, I have the flexibility to work where I need, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of times it's here, you know. Um, but other times it's like at Cali Comfort, you yeah. know. And I'm bringing an event to you guys where we're promoting WWE, Correct. you know. And it kind of opens up the world a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. when you like stop thinking in the sense of like, oh, okay, like this is my like, this is my job. This is my this deal. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so um, it's interesting. I don't really know how to answer it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like why I, why I well, ended up. Did you see the job post or were you approached? How did, how did, when did you meet Ernie? Uh, when did you know I, about the job? I got connected with um, folks down the hall at um, AEG Presents Golden Voice. So they're the promoter side okay. of all of this. So they they bring the artists here. Um, the booking side? The booking side. Okay. Not uh, Well, not necessarily the booking side. They, they, um, they are essentially the ones who bring bring the artist here okay um and so then they, they work pitch, with our they pitch again. yeah they pitch artists yes saying, this this is a venue you need to yes add that will will bring you here yeah so um i was connected with them um and the, they were kind of the ones that kind of got me thinking about aeg mm-hmm. you know and um kind of found out that they they um operate uh, this building, Pachanga Arena, San Diego. Um, so applied for a position that I saw open mm-hmm. and um, had heard through many different folks about Ernie and how he operates and all of it's true. He's mm-hmm. fantastic, you know, so, so great to work for. And you can't become a San Diego legend if you don't back up what you say you're oh, going to do. Oh, dude, he is like 100% whatever somebody sells you about him, yeah. like buy it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He, yeah, he's just, I mean, that genuine, you yeah. know? I mean, the, after the first meeting I had with him and Ari Siegel when we were talking about yeah. coming here and selling barbecue at, you know, at that time, Valley View Casino Center. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's always San Diego Sports Arena. I mean, that's yeah. just what I grew up. This yeah, is a yeah. sports arena. Naming rights, that's a whole nother yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we get that revenue yeah. needs to happen for yeah, these things, yeah, yeah. These things yeah. to go on. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, part of the vision too was the rebirth of the arena. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, you know, right before the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. and it was how do we incorporate what you were talking about, a lot of these vintage events that have yeah. happened and how yeah. do we put wallpaper totally. the inside and make yeah. it a, a living museum. Yeah. You know, and that's what I told Ernie. I was like, you know, I can't tell you how impressed I am as someone that, you know, loves San Diego and grew up yeah. in San Diego yeah. to have the pride to go in and see all this because yeah. like I'm learning as I'm walking around the concourse. And that's yeah. something that's really cool because it's an old building. You I know. know it's yeah. an old building, but there's still things that have been done like the Stella Artois VIP lounge. It's, it's incredible. It's a great place to go when you're watching, you know, the hockey game, the goals game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. And, you know, and like you were talking about the wall wraps, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's one thing of, you know, making this building relevant, you know, Mm -hmm. and kind of showing as you're walking around, I mean, you really see cool stuff like Elton John rock of the Westies tour, you know, you see the Ollie Norton fight, you know, and then our stand is right across from the Ollie. Oh yeah. There you go. So you're always seeing it. I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. Yeah, You're always seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. And then fight night guy. And that's, that means a lot to us. Yeah, no, it's cool. And, you know, and then there's also, you know, some of the more current shows because we also do that as well. I mean, it's Justin the, Bieber, the hottest Taylor tours. Swift, yeah. Carrie yeah. Underwood, you name it. Garth Brooks sold out. Love know. it. Thank you. You're doing my job for hey, me. I, but, <laughs> but I mean, the, the, 
that was the sell. There was no sell for Ernie. Like Ernie didn't have to sell what was happening because I knew what has yeah. been happening. Yeah. I just didn't know to what extent it would be. Yeah. And you know, as a person that owns, we own one restaurant. You know, for yeah. us, how it's crazy to think. Oh well, how can we actually get into a stadium? You know, yeah. like, why why would someone even come out to approach us? But yeah. once you remove those fears and yeah. you just go and have the meeting, yeah. you figure it out. You know, oh, yeah. it, it either works or it doesn't work. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that's one of the coolest things that's happening with sports entertainment is that they're starting to understand that the fans want a deeper experience. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing in restaurant partners yeah. that are helping them. You know, sure. like Petco Park has all these incredible oh, restaurants yeah. Yeah. and people go and they talk more about the restaurants and the breweries that yeah. are at Petco. Yeah. And you guys have done the same thing here. Yeah. You know, Ernie's worked really hard to get partners that yeah. are buying into that, you know, that kind of vision. And Ernie's done such a fantastic job because as you walk around the concourse, you know, you definitely see all of that, mm-hmm. you know, the local favorites. So I think, I think all of that was a success for sure. So tell me about specifically the digital side of your job and the opportunities that you see and kind of the challenges that you have with different artists coming in because a lot of it you want to have collaboration with Mm -hmm. the artists because this is the venue Mm -hmm. some of the artists run their own social Mm -hmm. some of them have a team Mm -hmm. um, whether that's the manager or Mm -hmm. whether it's an agency Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a lot of different things what what do you what's been the most successful I guess campaign that you guys have ran well whenever Um, they skew younger you know it always it always helps you know on which Um, platform uh, on Instagram, I'd say, you know, primarily we focus like on Instagram for storytelling and, you know, getting information about the show out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking day of show, you know, Facebook really still sells tickets for us, you know, so sponsored posts or just Facebook, uh, organic, organic and sponsored organic, too. Yeah, so like, true. you know, when you were talking about like what my responsibility is, mm-hmm. it really differs like per show, you know, sometimes I'm Does just a budget differ or is the budget the same? It's an annual budget that's allocated throughout the shows so it would be for us um per show basis would have like their own little um bucket sometimes i have access to the bucket sometimes (laughs) i don't you know you have to get creative with your own yeah Yeah. and sometimes i'm kind of you know working on organic content because i know somebody else is handling the bucket Mm -hmm. of money um and then other times we have uh promoters who come into the building that that need uh that need us to manage that for them, which yeah. we're, which we're more than happy to do, mm-hmm. you know? So we have all the capabilities, but, um, f- my desk, I, I oversee the social, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, that includes organic and paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you were saying, sometimes, uh, the artist has content to collaborate with and, mm-hmm. and, um, we're getting access to that. Um, and, and definitely makes, makes your job easier. You know, well, I mean, there's, it, it's no secret that the athlete, the artist, mm-hmm. the person that's on, if they have a following and mm-hmm. they get it, yeah. and I say get it, meaning like they understand the game that's going yeah. on, yeah. it makes your job easier, but it also helps exponentially the arena, oh, yeah. the venue, the fans, the 100%. fan experience, because that's yeah. what that engagement is. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that you know Lady Gaga does and her social team, yeah. the same with Taylor Swift, yeah. I mean, they have these followings yeah. because they're not treating these as corporate spots that I'm just yeah. going. Yeah. They're finding out what's San Diego. You know, totally. I'm going to speak to the people yeah. of San Diego because those yeah. are the fans that are paying for 
you know, the experience. Yeah, yeah. But that's why they amass these mat, mount, mount big followers, yeah. right? It's insane. And I have no clue what those teams look like, to be honest with you. Right. They've got to be big, you know? I mean, the that's the craziest. The yeah. more that people invest in digital, yeah. uh-huh. the more they see that return. Yeah. When you're talking about the marketing budget, and yeah. the bucket of money. Yeah. I mean, that's something that all business has to look at. Yeah. You know, we have to look and go to different departments and start talking about these storytelling how do we get our name online, yeah. our product online, what yeah. we do online? How is that going to get out there and how is it going to get allocated in a strategic yeah. way that makes yeah. sense sure. so that everyone's not just throwing darts in different yeah. rooms? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now for us too, you know, my like biggest like accomplishment of late has been this pixel. Mm-hmm. Like this thing has been a like a thorn in my side sure. forever because I'm not truly convinced that everybody is doing it correctly. You right. know, so it ha- the pixel. Well, the pixel follows you, you know, it's yes. like a piece of sticky code that, that follows the, somebody who clicks on, on an ad, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for us, super important because at the end of the purchase, I want to know like how much, did I make off this ad? Yes. You know, I spent some, sometimes I only have $400 to put mm-hmm. uh, behind an ad. You know, sometimes we've got $3,000, you know, sometimes we've got more, you yeah. know, and I want to see, you know, okay, like that's fantastic. I got 200 clicks on something today, but mm-hmm. did anybody buy anything, Correct. you know? So that was where we stopped, you know, and now there are capabilities, you know, if, if, if working correctly and it was not working correctly for so long, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm trying to diagnose it myself. Um, and then finally, you know, I mean, you know, learn everything online and all these types of YouTube, you can learn everything. Yeah. Correct. You know, and then finally kind of getting, um, you know, from another source, somebody who did have it correct. Um, a good friend within the network, you know, kind of found the template you know so you know without a programmer i'm not i'm not sure i would have been able to do it myself but um, i mean that's that's the best part yeah. of the world that we live in now yeah. is that we're there's so much technology that's changed so fast yeah and you don't want to look stupid yeah i don't want to look stupid i yeah. you know when i when we were redoing our website we initially i had one of my best friends his father did our website yeah and i wanted it updated because i wanted to promote the upcoming fight sure so i sent him an email and he tried to you know he updated it it wasn't didn't have the terms that we wanted for sure entrance and 21 and up and so I had to email them back. Yeah. You know, and like that's time that yes. is search engine optimization yes. for people that are searching, where do I watch the fight in San yes. Diego? Yeah. I'm losing all that time. Yes. You know, so, but I had to get over myself and be like, I don't have an IT background. Yes. Oh, it yeah, took, totally. It took one of my yeah. best friends, Adam yeah. Harris, saying, dude, I'm going to put you on a platform, WordPress, and I'm going to mm-hmm. teach you how to do it yourself. Yeah. Me and my brother. And they sat me down and I still don't know how to do it, but yeah. I know how to do it just well enough yeah. to know that. It's very important. Yeah. And it's very important that our website is mobile friendly. Yeah, sure. Because I look at the Google Analytics and I look yeah. at the report of how many people are coming to the website. Oh, yeah. And since I've been looking at the report for the last 10 years, yeah. the, the mobile numbers just, ex- it, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. It is. You know, because that's, yeah. guess what? That's where I'm looking. That's where it's at. <laughs> you know, when yeah. my wife and I go out, yeah. like that's where we look. I look on my phone if yeah. I'm in a new place. And hard to think about time before that too. It's very hard. Isn't that like create Like, cause you were talking about the first iPhone. I'm thinking like, I remember buying the first iPhone right? and having a computer like out in the field, you know, like that <laughs> was like a computer having a field. computer, you know right. what I mean? Cause it before, like, 
you know, blessing and a curse. Like yes. sometimes it's like, you know, you know, you just didn't have it. Correct. You know what I mean? Like blissfully ignorant. Correct. You know? Blissfully ignorant. And right. now it's like, you know, you have all the technology. And you, all the information. Yeah, and, and all the all information. The yeah. So you better be on it, you know? Well, yeah, you, yeah. You better be on it, but you're yeah. also I mean, that's everyone has everyone has it. Yeah. That's so that's yeah. where all the opportunity is. Yeah. You know, and that's where the opportunity is for you know, a, a partner totally. of the arena yeah. to say, hey, well, there's an upcoming Garth Brooks show. Yeah. You know, how how can we coordinate a social? Yeah. What can we do together to yeah. promote WWE? Sure. You know, and you've yeah. gone out of your way to yeah. give us promotions. Yes. To bring your team yeah. out to give do ticket giveaways yeah. where we announce it on Facebook, yeah. on Instagram, on yeah. Twitter to the WWE community. Yeah. Who, you know, until we started doing those, yeah. we really you know, as a sports entertainment bar, we yeah. we didn't focus on WWE. Yeah. It was the first time that we held a pay-per-view WWE yeah. event was Ronda Rousey. And fun, right? It was awesome. Yeah, it I was know. unbelievable. Like I mean, they're a so fun it, crowd. We were, yeah, we yeah. were streaming it. Yeah. You yeah. know, streaming the WWE yeah. um, off of their channel. Yeah. But they were great partners. Yeah. You guys were great partners and it created a unique event that mm -hmm. we still to this day have new have customers from that event yeah. that ask us when are we going to show the next WWE fight? Totally. You know, which is cool. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I think is needs to continue to happen, yeah. you know, but yeah. um, and it was fun. I remember, you know, uh, we just did like fun. Like we had the DJ. Yeah. Uh, I loved the security guard yep. who was guarding over the tickets yes. at one point. You know, we had the, you know, the WWE does this money in the bank. Mm -hmm. We had a money in the bank lunchbox, I think. And we had the comic security guard just like standing there watching over everything. We had the patio packed. Yes. Packed. Which was like, standing it was a Tuesday or a yeah. Monday. Correct. You know. Which is another reason why for restaurant owners and bar owners, we're always trying to figure out ways to increase sales when sales are slow. Mm -hmm. Having an event that's already a scheduled event yeah. that's as big as the WWE yeah. is, you're tapping yeah. into a base that's maybe never been to your place. Yeah. And it's huge. Yeah. You know, and maybe they'll appreciate that. Maybe they'll come in, you know, the in a month for someone's birthday. Yeah. You know, just because you had the WWE fight. That's that's how they found out about you. And then now too, you know, whenever we announce WWE, like mm -hmm. part of our standard script is like, how do we get Cali Comfort Barbecue yep. involved? You know right. what I mean? And it's so fun because I send stuff to you, you're receptive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's you, another thing too that I think separates you though. You're receptive to stuff. We're digitally receptive yeah. because we know that opportunities are fleeting. Yeah. And I think that's why I love Twitter as much as yeah. I do is because you can hear somebody on new, on the news. You can hear somebody on local radio talk about something. And Scott Kaplan, who's Mighty 1090, who is no longer on the air, but mm -hmm. he's doing a digital show. Mm -hmm. He could say something. And if it's something that Cali Comfort can offer, I don't even have to have a formal sponsorship agreement with him. I can just tweet at him, hey, you know, we can bring you barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's then true. we go and bring him barbecue. Yeah. And then now we've tapped yeah. into his audience. Yeah. And those are things that in the world that we live in, it's it's just, it's amazing because an artist could ask for something. Hey, mm -hmm. where should I go out to eat? Mm -hmm. I'm in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And if you're receptive yeah. and you have people that, you know, support you, they might say it's Cali Comfort. Yeah. You know, which is rad. Totally. Um, tell me about the special art. Dude. So if you're watching on YouTube, um, we've got some incredible art behind us that is... Uh, I like I, I like the uh, the special touch that it is. Why did? How? Tell me about it. Tell me about. Yeah. The story. So this is um, this is a program. 
you know, another, you know, Ernie Hahn, you know, program that he started. And this uh, is one artist, Mel Marcello, who is on it. I probably have an email right now of another incredible poster awesome. that I've that uh, that I've been hanging out for. And um, for every artist that comes in, we do this commemorative poster. Artists, so every artist, including yeah, including comedians. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Um, and it has become this thing. It's like taken on a life of its own. Like artists who come here you know they they are walking around they're seeing that we have a ton of these backstage as well they're walking around they're seeing these incredible posters i mean the artwork it's unlike anything else mel does tremendous research to try to figure out what people are into kind of takes people maybe you know over the years you mm -hmm. know those are some of the things things that they're into currently you know i mean who knew you know sometimes things that even the artist is like whoa very impressive like how like i mean it's 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 a thank you note yeah. from the arena, totally. from Ernie, yeah. from your group yeah. that says thank you in a way that is, it's so personal because, and because totally. of the work and the dedication that he does. And it's presented because think about how many tours these people go on. And think about that these people, I mean, this, I love the way Ernie explains it. These are people who literally have everything, everything. What can Everything, you get? What, can you, what, can what you swag get? bag could you possibly get? I know. Like, people, talk, like, people talk about, oh, my mom, she has everything. My yeah. dad, he has everything. What do I get him? These people literally, I mean, have everything, you yeah. know? And this is something. Even if they you don't, didn't have everything, this yeah. is something that goes so above and beyond because it's it, it goes into the heart of who the person is. Oh, totally. Is. And yeah. that's that research yeah. that he does as an yeah. artist, but yeah. then expresses it in, yeah. in a way that's like, this is a memorable moment that yeah. that artist is always going to remember. Yeah. Oh, I did 500 shows, but yeah. look at the one I did in San Diego. Totally. Yeah. And we find that, um, you know, artists, you know, talk about framing this in their uh, studios, mm -hmm. you know, these types of things. Um, Ronda Rousey was somebody who was super receptive, awesome. um, you know, had already had a poster. We saw her come back with WWE. She was like, on cloud nine that she was featured in this thing, mm -hmm. um, you know, shared it on all, all of her social platforms. Um, this has become kind of its own thing, you know, where new artists walk around seeing the posters and whenever we meet them, give them the poster, they're looking at us with such appreciate uh, appreciation. They say, you know, the, my favorite is, you know, when they're, I, I was wondering if I was going to get one of these too, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, Oh, of course, it's because you become immortalized. Yeah. I mean, oh, you absolutely. Become, you become a piece of art yeah. and you become part of yeah. the history, the rich yeah. history of the, you played in the same place that Ali got knocked out. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, John Wooden's last championship yeah. is here in sports arena. Yeah, sure. And, and they see their friends they, too, correct. you know what I mean? Like yeah. for the, the current artists, mm -hmm. you know, you know, even take it to, you know, where we are now, yep. you know, and, and they're kind of looking around like, oh, okay, like I'm in the company of these incredible artists, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, artists who come back, come to expect, you know, um, you know, what is my poster like right. today, yeah. you know, um, Cause it's a new tour. It's a new tour, yep. you know, and, and it's new art, new, new research. Um, we get the, the posters shared, um, on the artist's Instagram. I mean, this is like, you know, 13 million followers, mm -hmm. you know, where these posters are getting, you know, incredible. getting shared. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're, they are, 
they are a gift. I mean, they're a true gift. Um, yeah. These are not for sale. Yeah. Um, these are intended to commemorate the event. Um, it's it's intended to thank the artist for coming here, and and really, it's not it, it's not about that um, you know monetization of mm -hmm. of this of this. And and, and I it's think, physical. And it's physical. And it's I think not, that's why it's, it's so digital. special. I mean, yeah. yes, they can yeah. share it digitally, yeah. but mm -hmm. it's it's more it's more than that. Yeah. You know, and like that's the part of the thing that we love as being restaurant owners yeah. is the combination of the digital world and the physical world. And yeah. how do we, you know, create an experience sure. in the restaurant, mm -hmm. within the four walls, but also yeah. here in the arena when someone yeah. has their pulled pork nachos. Yeah. But there has to be that interaction, you know, yeah. that interaction that makes it memorable. Yeah. Because if you, you, you got to have a feeling behind it, right? Yeah. And yeah. then this gives that feeling to, sure. to the yeah. artist. Absolutely. And that's something that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I'd love for you to tell us just a little bit about, um, you came out to the restaurant and we were talking about um, the conference that you went to. Yes. With AEG. Yes. Kind of the strategies behind social yes. that um, are kind of hot right now. I loved like the meeting of the minds. We all kind of came together yep. in LA. And um, I did kind of pull away some, you know, some different tactics. And it was in talking with people from various different properties. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, these are things that I didn't think about, but are logical, you know, yeah. and you're like, why didn't I think of that? You know, um, and of course, ideas that who knows where they came from. Everybody's sharing, you know, ideas that are kind of already kind of out there, you know, Correct. and, um, you know, one thing that I kind of walked away with was this voice, you know, that, that is there a way that in your absence, somebody can post content to where the user sees this this one entity you know yeah. this this one character so you know for your brand you know it may be you you yeah. know it may be your voice but when somebody steps in how can that person channel your voice mm -hmm. you know um for on multiple platforms on multiple yeah. platforms um, again, I keep coming back to like in your absence, you know yeah. what I mean? Like how can somebody carry that voice on? Um, and then even beyond that, you know, it's like putting pen to paper, like maybe the voice isn't the owner of the company. Maybe yeah. somebody has a brand where maybe that doesn't work, you yeah. know, but maybe our voice needs to be like a 34 year old female who mm -hmm. watches TLC, you yeah. know, and let's immortalize that, you know, let's put pen to paper, let's say what our voice is, and how can all of us, you know, channel that, you know, mm -hmm. how can we be, let maybe our brand is a 28 year old male, you yeah. know, who, you know, frequents, you know, sporting events, how can I, you know, channel that, and make sure that all of us are thinking along those lines when we post our copy. And then how can we research a little bit, like, how do they talk, you know, yeah. oh, um, you know, oh, come to find out they only write like one word in a period, you know, it's, like it, it, you know, it couldn't be more, stoked, it, it period, couldn't be more you know? interesting time yeah. because more people need to be involved on social. Yeah. Because if you're not involved on social, then you, you don't know where all that opportunity is. Sure. You don't need to be an expert. Nobody's an expert. I mean, I'm, I'm terrified when anyone tells me they're an expert. Oh, on Inst I'm an yeah. Instagram yeah, expert. Yeah, like yeah. I'm a LinkedIn expert. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're not. Yeah, and when yeah. LinkedIn changes, you're, yeah. you'll be irrelevant. Like, yeah, you need to be an all the time learner. Yes, like you have to always be learning. And there's yeah. no like there's multiple people that are doing incredible things. How are they doing those things? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be in your industry. Yeah, you know, I think that's the you know the most exciting thing about for us doing this podcast is yeah. 
as a barbecue restaurant, we've never really stayed in our lane. I mean, yes. Like, yeah, we, I can, we, I can we, tell. <laughs> we, we don't ask for permission to go to other lanes. Uh, you know, we, we, we do yeah. whatever the fuck we want to yeah. do. And uh-huh. then we, you know, we'll, we'll apologize if we need to. But yeah. we're confident in knowing that we believe that we should be there and we should yeah. get involved. Oh, yeah. You know, if, yeah. if our curiosity leads us to want to get involved, then we should go and do that. And yeah. if we are going to do that, we should do it 100%. Yeah. You know, so if we're going to be a partner with the Gulls, we're going to be all in. Yes. Like, we're not just a sponsor on mm-hmm. paper that says, oh, we need to have a live mention, you know, during the second period. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to give a giveaway to the fans mm-hmm. after the game. Like, mm-hmm. No, my wife, my son, my daughter now, we're going to be at the game. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be there. And when my catering team comes, it's going to be our A-list catering mm-hmm. team. And we're going to treat it like this is our Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Those are the buy-ins that you have to get where things can become exponential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can start getting opportunities. Um, and you know, I have like, a like lot with Cali getting. Comfort, too. So many different touch points outside of you and I knowing each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like like hand to God, dude. Like I. <laughs> I went at Fox Five. Oh, you know, we love like, Fox Five. There is like barbecue. Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, okay, like who is Cali Comfort? You know what I mean? You're like thinking, like, oh, okay. And then, you know, the thought drifts, you know what I mean? And then it's Christmas time and I get a you know, a, a, a gift bag, you know, from Fox Five and <laughs> Cali Comforts in there. Top of mind. You know? yes. And then you know what I mean? And then I come here, you know, come to work at this arena. And then, you know, Cali Comforts, you know, yes. uh, you know, on the concourse. And, you know, th- so there are there were honest like h- touch points that, you know, that I had with you guys mm-hmm. before I even like came to really know you guys, Correct. you know, which I think is so cool. You I know, th- I mean, that's the thing that we love to do the most is that it's allowed us the opportunity to develop those relationships. Yeah. You know, if we didn't have this relationship with Ernie and yeah. the arena and Ari bringing us into the goals and then Matt Savant taking over as mm-hmm. the president, mm-hmm. Matt was the one that invited Cali Comfort mm-hmm. to San Antonio. My wife and oh, I cool. went to San Antonio on a partner, uh-huh. you know, trip paid for by the Gulls. So cool. The three partners that were there were Calcos Credit Union, uh-huh. Fox Five, yeah. and Cali Comfort. Yeah. Like Big one partner. of those didn't yeah. one of those didn't belong. <laughs> but guess no, what? Me and my wife, we yeah, were gonna yeah. go. Yeah. And we yeah, were gonna have a cool, fucking though. great time. Yeah, and we so went. Cool, that's where we yeah. met Scott Heath, who's yeah. the president of Fox Five. So we had him on behind the smoke and it's just it's given us opportunity. If you do things in life where you are all in and yes. you give it your best, yeah. what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. What if you fail? Okay, you yeah. failed. But at least you're doing something that you love to do. Yeah. And like for us, we love sports. We love yeah. entertainment. We yeah. love getting involved in a way that it's not just our four walls yeah. because it forces us to learn and to yeah. grow. Yeah. Um, do you come for the shows? Do you like the shows? I love the shows. Okay. Yeah. You know, being... Uh, this is the first year I've ever been to Disney on ice. Okay. Er- Ernie was so nice to let us come to yeah. that. But I like, brought my kid for like I, five seconds. Uh, <laughs> he's, he was too young. He was meltdown. Yeah, he was how old, old is your son? Well, he's 16 months now. Yeah. Um, but I think we try just because the tickets are there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like oh, we okay. Gotta go. Yeah. I, okay. So we go and yeah, it, um, it just, he needed, I think he, he needed a little bit more maturing. Yeah. Um, uh, before he kind of like got the, you know, the spectacle of it all. Um, but we'll, you know, bring him back, you know, when he's uh, a little bit older, but I mean, it the, is yeah. all the, in- the, the, that's what's so cool about this place. All the entertainment, there's the family entertainment, yep. you know, everybody loves Disney on ice. They've been here forever. You know, there's the sports and then, you know, there are the shows. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, 
I mean, my Each wife, one is my wife and I ours. came to Enrique Iglesias and uh -huh. Pitbull. Such a good show. Which was just, I've been to you, just yeah. a, a, a huge yeah. range of different artists. Yeah. But the show that they put on, I mean, we, yeah. we still talk about it to this day. Oh, it was just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it was it was unbelievable yeah. here, and uh, and then now it's all about the pyro thing. and that you know all it's, it just becomes it becomes you know just a huge production and you know it takes it to the next level. It's so fun. So if people, if our listeners want to reach out to you personally, I know you're on Twitter. Yes, Chris at Chris underscore Beal B I E L E, and then uh, for everything uh, related to the arena. Yes, just Pachanga Arena San Diego. Okay. Kind of search us out. You know, most of us. Um, I think we ended up with Pachanga Arena SD on mm -hmm. Instagram and and Twitter, and then Pachanga Arena San Diego on uh, on Facebook, and and would love to stay connected with people in that way as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, we I can't thank you enough for the time. Um, I was able to record a POV episode Love it. Um, with you today on your show. And we got some behind the scenes footage yeah. with uh, Blue Vision. Yeah. Um, and for us, we're just so excited about this podcast, yeah. continuing to tell the story yes. of people doing cool shit. Yeah. Um, because it's 2019. You know, yes. if we don't embrace digital now, yeah. Yeah. what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, well, I don't want to like, be, I don't want to be Toys R Us. Yeah. I don't want to be Blockbuster. Oh my God, please. Like. Uh, the fact that I can't take my son to Toys R Us is, yeah. I mean, I know there's a rebirth kind of that might be happening oh, is there? So, okay. supposedly, allegedly, yeah. Yeah. but, um, yeah, you, you have to have a presence. Yes. You have to have a presence in the pocket. Well, like I'm stoked that you even asked me cause like mo most of my thought is like, okay, like, what the fuck does he well, want? I, well, I <laughs> want to know about you. Well, I want to talk to you because you know what you're talking about. Well, and then you're, you're asking me. I'm like, I don't know. I'm talking to you. Well, I mean, that's the. I mean, that's why we yeah. on behind the smoke have encouraged yeah. so many people, no matter where they yeah. live, no matter where you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Podcasting forces you to be a reporter in the yeah. way that you were. Yeah. But it's not a reporter where someone's telling me, "Hey, go do this. Yeah. Go cover this. I go cover what I want. So cool. And I want to cover things that if I think it's relevant, I hope that some other restaurant yeah. owner, some other bar owner, mm -hmm. somebody that doesn't know what they want to do yet, yeah. hey, maybe they think sports entertainment is something that I want to do. Totally. Or maybe I want to get involved in hospitality. Yeah. There's so much going on with video, with audio, with podcast production that you can follow your dream and you can start doing things where we're, I mean, we, we've served barbecue to Antonio Gates, mm -hmm. a hall of fame tight end. So cool. Like if you told me that when I was in high school, I'd say that's crazy. I agree. Isn't that cool? Like I'm a San Diego guy. Like why am yeah. I, why am I serving barbecue yeah. to, you know, yeah. but we got paid to do it, yeah. you know? And for us, we're just really excited about uh, Pachanga arena, which you guys have on the calendar, excited for goal season, excited for the yes. seals. Yep. Um, the seals are new uh, lacrosse team mm -hmm. year two and um the soccers also hopefully landon donovan comes back i Absolutely. don't know i don't know what's happening with that but and you've got football too and you got football too mm -hmm. that's right all the shows it's just it's going to be a bang of 2020 as well so awesome well thank you so much for your time we appreciate it and uh we can't wait to see you uh in the arena thank you brother you got it boom look at that Follow at Pachanga Arena SD on social media and book tickets to one of their upcoming shows at PachangaArenaSD.com. Be sure to check out their YouTube page for the behind the scenes point of view interview that I did with Chris Beal. Let us know what you think.
This week's episode is sponsored by Wonderfront Festival. This is a live music festival happening on November 22nd through November 24th on 2019. There's going to be seven stages, 95 bands, and this is a three-day music festival. For those of you that remember Street Scene, this is like Street Scene on steroids. Go to wonderfrontfestival.com, buy your tickets before they sell out. If you're interested in sponsoring the show or partnering with us to find out how we can add video content, how we can upgrade your website, how we can help you with blogs, email us at podcast at calibbq.media and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and learning with Digital Hospitality. Be sure to tune in next week when I interview Scott Kaplan to talk about the death of San Diego Sports Radio. Scott has been a personality, an on-air personality for San Diego sports for the last 20 years and now has a digitally streaming show, Audio First Storytelling. Scott also founded a tech company called Sided. We got to dig deep into a lot of San Diego sports inner workings as well as where audio storytelling is going into the future. Can't wait to share the episode next Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe. Thanks. Thank you.